0: Welcome to Junior L's and Now What, Interlude Episode 20.5. Over the last few weeks, we gained a couple of new games, one of which is called Trash Pandas. Pretty sure the only reason why we got the game is because of the name and its reference to Guardians of the Galaxy. We haven't actually played it yet. We're hoping to do, do it over the next couple of days. Looks like it could be fun. I'll let you know. The second one was called Unspeakable Words, Call of the Cthulhu Word Game. This game was absolutely hilarious. We had so much fun playing this as a game. To give you a real basic synopsis, basically you're given cards that have letters on them. And then you get a hand of so many cards, and when it's your turn, you try to make a word with those cards. Here's the catch, though. Each letter or each card is worth a value. After you've added up the value of the points you get, then you roll a dice. And if the dice is less than the value that you got... Then you have these little Cthulhu figurines, like I think five at the beginning of the game. Each time you roll a dice that's less than your value, you'll lose a Cthulhu. And so it's kind of an interesting balance between you want the most points, so you win, but you don't want to get too many points at once, so you don't lose the Cthulhus, because if you lose them all, you're out of the game. Anyways, we played this a couple weekends ago, and it was a lot of fun. And the cards are hilarious, because they've got some really bizarre-looking things drawn on them, and um, names of creatures that have like... Five consonants in a row, so they're next to impossible to pronounce. It was lots of fun. Uh, the other thing that we started doing, like the day after Halloween, was started listening to Christmas music. Yes, we are one of those families. In addition to all of that, there's an anime that I've been watching, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to totally butcher the name of the anime. I believe it's pronounced Kuro Makura. Anyways, um, the, the, the concept of this is... An, uh, an overdone plot to some extent, where there's a character in the past who gets, let's just say, cryogenically frozen and woken up 1500 years later, and the world has changed around him. And so he has no place, okay? Not an uncommon plot. But one of the things that I absolutely loved in watching an episode recently was one of the characters was talking to this main character who, you know, had been lost in time, as it were. And uh, he was struggling. He was floundering. Um, for lack of a word, he might've even been depressed. And this female character said to him, the future should look forward to meeting you. And I thought that was a great outlook on life. Um, it's almost like instead of you know, us complaining about the glass is half full versus the glass is half empty, maybe the glass should be eager to encounter us, whether it's full or empty. Um, anyways, I just thought that was actually a really cool concept. In preparation for my main topic, uh, one of the last podcasts I did was uh, talking about my quote and specifically uh, researching into potential. And so I've taken the route, and I'll talk about this in my next podcast, in in talking about uh, potential energy, which means I've had to dive into the world of physics. Well, going through school, getting my degrees and what have you, I... Never really did a lot of physics. And so this is all kind of new territory for me. Fascinating, scary, but fascinating. Also, I'm sure you guys have heard some stuff on the news recently about some of the goings-ons at the Popeye's uh, fast food chains. And like the chicken sandwich and the craze. Well, just this past week, uh, we were out and about. We needed uh, something quick. And my wife turns to me and she goes, I'm in the mood for mashed potatoes. And so I said, okay, well, there's a Popeye's close by. We'll pull in. So we went in there and I'm pretty sure we were there for just over two hours and uh, we weren't even getting anything. All the people were excited about. We were just getting the normal stuff we would have gotten there in the past. But it was crazy. Now, props to the people that were there, both serving on the backside as well as the patrons on the front side. Nobody was freaking out. Nobody was having a connection. Everybody was super patient And uh, even the people in the back were joking and laughing, trying to, I'm sure, survive just the the massive volume of people and and content flowing in and out of there. So this is just kind of a shout out to them saying, good job. And the food was good. So win-win, right? All right. So on to my scripture studies. So this week, um, when I was, let me backtrack here for a second. When I was a kid and going to a seminary class, one of my seminary teachers loved to reference uh, in the Book of Mormon, 2 Nephi, chapter 5. And he did it because of a very specific verse in there, which I'm going to read to you. And it is 2 Nephi, chapter 5, verse 27. And it says, And it came to pass that we lived after the manner of happiness. To me, uh, as a kid, that was really cool because... As a seminary teacher pointed out, throughout the course of this chapter, there's lots of things that he references, some very specifically and some indirectly, about the different ways that they lived after the manner of happiness that can directly translate into ours, because a lot of times we're looking for a way to be happy. So for my top five this week, I'm going to actually reference some of these items that he references in this chapter. The first item is in verse six of the same chapter, and it's a very long one. But I'm going to read just the very end of it, where it says, And all those who would go with me were those who believed in the warnings and the revelations of God. Wherefore, they did hearken unto my words. And as I'm reading this, it's not a question of this person, Nephi, being perfect or imperfect. It's a question of him being the prophet. And so, you know, in here he states that, you know, people have faith that Heavenly Father is going to give revelations to us through this voice and in this situation, Nephi, they're going to listen to him. So they're not having faith in him. They're having faith in Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ. And then they will listen to his words. As I read that, I kind of thought, you know what? I'm probably not doing nearly a good enough job myself because there's a probably a lot of little things that, that we are told to do that are, you know, huge, like, you know, don't drive a five-wheel car, you know, things like that that are a lot more subtle. But we, we sometimes mock those things and go, really? Um, yeah, I don't see that as a big deal, so I'm not going to follow it. Um, and maybe we should, because how do we know that that's not going to have a positive or negative impact on our life until we've, as the saying goes, experimented on the word. Uh, the next one is in verse 10, and this one actually stems from that one as well. And we did observe to keep the judgments and the statutes and the commandments of the Lord in all things according to the law of Moses. And this goes to me, just, you know, follow the commandments. And, you know, prophet or not, um, scriptures or not, follow the commandments. Now, by saying that, each and every one of us has a different interpretation and understanding of what is right or wrong. But at the end of the day, I think we all need to start with, What do we understand that's right? And then do it. Like, let's pick something fairly obvious. Don't steal. Well, I'm sure there's a percentage of the population out there that's like, yeah, I don't care. I'm going to steal. I don't think it's a big deal. But for most of us, don't steal. And so maybe we should at least not steal. That would be a good step in the right direction. All right. Item three is going to be from verse 11. And it says, and the Lord was with us and we did prosper exceedingly for we did sow seed and we did reap again in abundance. And it continues on from there. But as I read that, what that says to me is not only take accountability for your own actions, meaning, you know, don't seek something from somebody else you haven't earned, but work for yourself. Right. I mean, we all feel better when we've done something and achieved something and even better when we actually get something for that success. Now, let's take this podcast that I'm doing right now, for example. I actually pay a, a host to allow me to do this podcast. I earn nothing from it. Now, I'm not saying that that may not change. I'm you know human, and obviously financial income isn't a bad thing. But right now, at this point in my life, I'm getting nothing in return for this from other human beings. And that's fine with me. This has actually been a phenomenal opportunity for me to research topics, and to share what I have learned. And so I'm still gaining something from this, and I feel that I've achieved something. So I'm working for my own knowledge growth. So it's uh, it's been actually really awesome, and cathartic is the word I've been using to describe this. The fourth one is verse 12. And I, Nephi, had also brought the records which were engraven upon the plates of brass, so in this context, he's referring to the five books of Moses and a few other additional books from the Old Testament. And as I'm reading this, my, and I do remember my seminary teacher talking about this, this is kind of an implication of you know studying the scriptures. And so you know this goes back to the previous items about following the prophet and listening to the commandments and doing what you know is right, etc. And if we don't have the scriptures, it's difficult for us to necessarily know what is right because a lot of the commandments that we follow are based off of faith and that faith stems from somebody who received some revelation from Heavenly Father prior to our time. And therefore, faith becomes a pretty big deal and in turn, so do the scriptures. And the final one, and this is my personal favorite out of all of them, it's verse 17. And it says, and it came to pass that I, Nephi, did cause my people to be industrious and to labor with their hands. He's very specific here about laboring with your hands. I've mentioned before that I struggle with things like depression and anxiety and things of that nature. And one of the greatest things that I have done to help myself with those things is I weave chain mail. I also fold origami cranes and other origami shapes. But doing things specifically with my hands is extremely um, relaxing and it helps me immensely So I'm just putting that out there that, you know, I can certainly testify to that last passage. It totally works because it helps me to lead away from the negative and towards the positive. So that's my top five. And to end this interlude episode, the infamous Chuck Norris fact, Chuck Norris is the reason for the Dead Sea. Have a spectacular week. Smile and be happy. And thanks for listening.